Hey everybody, it's Jazzy. Ugh. Okay, first of all, it is 725 Monday. You guys, it is October 3rd. Can you believe that? It's October. Spooky season, right? I know. I don't know. I'm thinking about doing some kind of like at least two little spooky season episodes like things. I don't know yet. I don't know. Maybe like spooky, scary skeletons. I'm just joking. I don't know. I really don't know. Anyway, um, sorry for that brief little um, cutoff. I don't know what just happened. I do just want to say, uh, Friday, my computer went to shit. So I'm waiting for a new laptop to come in. You know how that is. It could be a while. So I haven't been able to blog. I've been writing. But um, if you guys remember... I did last week a segment where I wrote, not I wrote, well, I did write it, but, you know, read a letter that was a letter to myself. Well, I have this whole notebook, y'all. Tons of them, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I just thought that I could make something out of this because, obviously, this is, like, straight out of my own, like, thoughts and my journals. Um... I have multiple, I mean, multiple writings, guys. And it's not just these. Like, I have, like, I could give you fucking years worth of writing. But this one in particular um, was another journal. It looks like I was trying to attempt. And it's got fairies, which I believe was a calendar that my dad gave me a few years back. And I liked the pictures so much that I decided to keep them. And I made a... Um, journal out of them because that's what I do and then in it has little quotes like refuse to be average let your heart soar as high as it will be happy it's the only way of being wise don't forget to love yourself don't wait for your ship to come in swim out of it lead to follow or get out of the way be what you are and the first thing guys I gotta tell you this because it's weird is a Corinthians 13, um, which is my all-time favorite, by the way, verses. And I know that we're all familiar with it, but I wanted to just say it because it kind of goes into what I was going to tell you guys today, that love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, it is not easily angered, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres love never fails corinthians 13 and then at the bottom of it in like the old style bold writing we used to do in the 90s says love so i thought that was very interesting but you guys as i was going through these notebooks okay i i just have so many things i want to share with you guys but as i'm going through this on the next page of so there's a hindu proverb and then there's some quotes from gurus that are Hindu, right? And here's here's what I was going to tell you guys. Um, I want to give you, because I have a list of things I wanted to achieve, and these are also dreams. And then I have 2018. So now we're in 2018. I believe we were in 2014, 15 last week. But things I want to achieve, there's eight of them. Have another kid, get my license, 
work on loving myself more, eat more healthier, get more active in Lizzie's school, my daughter, join some kind of local group and get more involved, be more active, continue to get my mental health better. This is 2018. Then on the bottom it says goals, the star. Note, nothing is impossible if you make your dreams come true and work hard to make them possible. Which is true. You know? Then my dreams is the next following page. And it says, travel the whole world, visit a Hindu temple, backpack through Europe, go to Disneyland, because I never got to experience it as a child, visit Nepal, ride an elephant, be on a cruise, and dance on the Bahamas. Which I thought was very interesting. So then it goes into the 2018 goals. Lose weight, eat healthy, meditate more, start an easy workout, clean more, get more involved with their daughter's school, start a cooking class, love myself, and learn self-acceptance, walk more for adventures, and work on my marriage, which is very interesting. Push hard to make your dreams come true. Anything is possible. And I thought that was very interesting. This notebook's not very big. That, and then I believe what I'm about to share with you is the only thing in this notebook. And it's one of those big old thick notebooks. I want to say probably a good 200, maybe 150 page notebook. I would say. Maybe a little more. But throughout there, there's the the binder part where it separates to the new thing. And I have other fairies all over it. So it's kind of cool. I am so tired. It, is li it has literally been a thing. And I'm sorry if my dog just spontaneously starts to bark. I'm trying to pause it. It is that time of day. It's 7.30 in the morning and all the middle schoolers and the high schoolers are going to the bus stop right now. So the kids that are walking by, the dogs, ugh, it's just stupid and annoying. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm just exhausted. You guys, it has been raining like crazy since Friday over here in Colorado, at least on my side of Colorado, on the western slope. Um, it actually flooded a little bit on Friday, and it, probably yesterday too, because it was really, really, really heavy rainfall um, over the weekend. I'm sure it came from that Hurricane Ian, is what I'm assuming. So we're getting some kind of weather from it. It's sad because I feel like the only time that my part of Colorado ever gets any kind of weather is if, like, a hurricane or something is going on. Otherwise, we really don't just get, like, heavy rains like that. We're, like, you know, we're in a valley, so we don't get the heavy snow and the heavy rains most of the time. It does snow, though. I mean, it does. Don't get me wrong. But not, like, not like the higher part of where we live. In the western slope. My part of the western slope is just in a valley. Specifically. And it's weird. It's like. I'm surrounded by like. Four or five mountains. And like. It's like a desert. <laughs> and one of our mountains is very deserty. Has sagebrush. And it has juniper. And. Then, and it has just sand. And then the other mountain that we have, it's like very, very mountainy. It's got like the green 
uh, pine trees, the aspen trees, and it's just very, like, rocky, like, with the trees, and the other one, like I said, is just rocky with, like, sagebush and just rocks, <laughs> stone, but anyway, um, yeah, I had a long weekend. I was very tired, um, I think that, um, my mental health may not be doing the best that I think it is right now, and that happens because, um, it's fall time, and now, you know, it's getting darker a little bit earlier, and it's a little darker when I wake up, well, it is way darker when I wake up, because I wake up at five o'clock, so, <laughs> there's that, um, and my boyfriend just got dropped off at work, and it was kind of 7 o'clock dark. And that was, like, only 35 minutes ago. So, anyway, the weekend was long. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I'm not saying that my weekend was bad. I'm just saying it was really, really long. Like, Friday kind of sucked for me because, like, because I was, like, she you know, like, okay, as a writer, you go through, like, these things where sometimes you can just write and write and write and then other times you just have those mental blocks for like your writer's block well I literally went through all this like writer's block for a while and then suddenly I just feel better and I'm doing fantastic and I just got into this writing and I just was like okay we'll just keep going and like I don't know my blog I try to keep it a little interesting um i most of it is for my mental health updates and what's going on in my life and stuff. But I like to throw things in there, like recipes and stuff. And I had put in a recipe called Garbage Plate, which basically is great for, like, you know, when you're poor, for one. But, like, during this economic, I said, <laughs> economic time period that we're living in, it's just really important, I think. That I just keep putting up there. And then I had put, like, some survival stuff on there. Like, things to put in your pantry and stuff. So, I try to keep it interesting where it's not just, like, oh, okay, today I just feel like shit. No. I mean, and I do. And, like, even when I'm sick or something, I always, like, put in... And, excuse me, because I think I'm getting a, a fall head cold coming in, if you can't hear by my nose and voice. But anyways, I got into the groove on Friday... And then, like, somewhere, I think somewhere, like, on Friday, I don't know exactly where, but somewhere on Friday, I literally, um, I don't know, my computer just took a shit. And I thought it was a charging problem, so I charged it. It wouldn't charge the charging port light wouldn't come on. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe my phone, I mean my phone, my computer just died, so I'll charge it in. Nothing was happening. And then it came on for like a brief five minutes and then it just stopped. And I was like really, really sad because I was like, ah, I'm like in the middle of my work. Well, anyways, all day just kept doing that. Uh, I ended up picking my boyfriend up like in the afternoon. I don't know. It was like, it was late and not too late, but like in the afternoon-ish, like probably like three-ish in the afternoon and my computer still wasn't working. And so then I kept charging it, and it kept saying it was charged, but it clearly was not charged, so that was really a bummer. Anyways, it wouldn't turn on. It just won't power on. Now it won't. Like, it says it's charging, but it won't power on, which 
I had this happen a long time ago, but I'm telling you, it is a computer from China. And I'm not dizzying China products, okay? I'm just saying that it's not working. <laughs> and I'm not trying to direct it like, oh, no, no, it's just China. No, it's just, well, I, I, I do feel that way. But anyway, that's what happened. So anybody who may see a blog, because some of you have come from my blog, um, and it's like not half, it's like half done. That's why. Um, it's because, yeah, because I just, it sucks. And then Saturday came and, um, it was just a really weird weekend. I'm telling you, just like overall a weird weekend. But anyway, Saturday came and my boyfriend just decided out of nowhere. He's like, you need a new phone because yours is a piece of shit. Which, my, I've had my phone since I met him like three years ago. And it is an older style phone. And because it's not upgraded to like 5G or anything with the new world, uh, mine just wasn't working very well. So I bought me a new phone. And yeah, so I had to move all my contacts over. So interestingly, I moved all my contacts over. And I put all my applications back on my phone and stuff because I have Skype because that's some way that I can only talk to certain people and my family and stuff and my friends is through Skype. And all my messages, I mean, my contacts went to Skype. And so I was like, what the fuck? So I raced Skype and hoped that my numbers would go back to normal. Yeah, they didn't. So I lost all my numbers, all of them. And so I was like on Facebook and I was like, oh no, if you're seeing this, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Text me, I lost your numbers. It's just sucked. I lost everybody's phone number, like 100%. Um, so yeah, so that brings me to Monday. <laughs> uh, and plus my boyfriend's children stayed the night with us on Saturday and left yesterday. And that's just chaotic because there are three boys. There's two 13-year-olds, because they're twins, and an 11-year-old who's about to turn 12, and then my 10-year-old, and then my boyfriend's niece that we live with, who is 11 also. It just gets chaotic. It just does. <laughs> Anybody who has children who understands. But um, I decided that I was going to start reading out of my notebook. I feel like that's something that I should just do anyway, because I think it'd be interesting, because some of this is, like, mind-blowing to me that I wrote this. Um, so, today, I'm assuming this is for 2018, guys. I'm not 100% sure. Now, I want to fully remind you that I went through some very heavy shit. Um, not just, like, my adulthood, but my childhood was very traumatic, um, I was abandoned at a really young age and I had a lot of addiction going through my family at the time. So there was a lot of shit with that. And that was a very traumatic time for me. And then there was a point where I met the wrong people and I thought I was in love and I was selling my body for money to pay for rent, which I'm not very open about, but I mean, let's just throw that out there. And then, not only was I doing that, but I literally was being abused 
mentally, physically, sexually, and emotionally. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just, it was, it was a hard time. So I don't really know. Like digging it up is weird for me. It's like digging up my skeletons, but at the same time, it's like, you just feel better. You know what I'm saying? Like you just feel better. Anyway, um, as soon as I get, I also want to remind you, as soon as I get my computer, I will be having my interview on here with, um, the mindful bipolar. So keep that in thought for sometime next, this week, hopefully, if not, then it'll be sometime next week, hopefully, because I don't know when my computer is going to come in. It's supposed to come in like by Friday, but you know, with the way everything is going, I, I don't know if I'll get it on time or when I'll get it. So, but keep a lookout for that. So this one that I wrote, which I think is from 2018, it's called Random Thoughts of a Miserable Time. Um, I really don't know if this is pinpointed to an abusive relationship, which I think it is. And I believe, I've talked about Kenny before, I have always called him something else. I've always no-named him to Bob or something. Um... I just don't like saying his name because I don't feel like he deserves credit. But I'm at a point in my life where I have to tell you a whole entire story about Kenny, okay? Like, I think that'll be the next thing that I say is something about Kenny. But if you guys go back to my f last episodes, it'll be like my abusive relationships or um, a traumatizing night. It'll be, like, labeled something like that, and if you listen back to those, it'll be, like, Joe Bob is what I'm calling him, but his name's Kenny. Um, he was my really, really bad, um, relationship. He tried to kill me, um, and then stalked me for many years afterwards and tried to kill me multiple times. So, I don't know if you guys all remember and I can't remember the name of it, but it was a Jennifer Lopez movie. She was in it. And she was married, and she had a young girl. And her husband... Enough. That was the name of it. Enough. I don't know if you remember that movie. It was... A, a lot of people didn't like it, because it was a very low-budget movie. But Enough was what it was called, and it had Jennifer Lopez in it, and she was married, and she had a little young girl. And her husband was very, very abusive. And multiple times would just hit her and stuff, and then she came to a point where she was just like, enough is enough, because he became so psychotic that she had to fight for her life and protect her daughter and her life, and she went into hiding and changed, like, her identity, and they changed their name and stuff, and she had to learn how to fight, and then she ended up having to try to kill him in the end. I don't know if you guys remember that. Anyways, that's kind of how my situation was, but it wasn't a married thing or with child. But it's very similar um, to a lot of that, actually, to be quite honest. And again, I apologize for my voice because it's just, I don't know. And I apologize, too, that I just thought about this, but you guys might be hearing my dryer in the background. It probably took, like, 20 minutes for me to, like, say something about that. My bad. Uh, anyway, so I'm thinking that this is about him. I'm not 100% sure, and I could be really, really wrong, but... I think this is about him. Um, again, it's called Random Thoughts of a Miserable Time. And these were just something that was going through my head. So, 
as it says. And this is from 2018, and this would have happened in 2010, 2010-2011. Somewhere around there. I don't know. Every now and again, you run through my mind. I see you in my nightmares all the damn time. We've crossed paths once or twice before. When I think of you, my heart drops to my stomach and my anxiety kicks in. So many times I wanted to run into you and tell you the shit you put me through. But I don't have the courage to face you because you are one of my biggest fears. If you only knew the impact you have left in my life, I don't understand after all the shit we went through together. How could you just turn on me in a blink of an eye? Because there was a time I was your rock and the only one who was willing to help you change. But you couldn't see that, and you didn't want that. I know you wouldn't see it any other way, but I always wondered if maybe we didn't drink, that I could have changed that fateful night. I cared for you more than I've ever showed. Maybe if I spoke up, maybe we'd be on a different boat. You don't even know how much control you had on me. But it wasn't just your fault. I was to blame as well. Because I was blinded by this fake love. I let you into my life. I let you meet my family. And the fucked up part is they actually really liked you. Somehow you won the heart of my mother. I guess that's what narcissists do. That's when I should have seen my first warning. Since you were so comfortable with them... But yet, you kept me away from them. I lost so many friends, and I should have also seen that coming. You wanted me for yourself. You kept me away from my only girl best friend that I had. Your jealousy of her was insanely sick. Sometimes I think that it's not utterly your fault. I truly had my own demons that I brought along in our relationship. We were both sick. And we both needed help. We were both very unhealthy and unstable people. This eventually will become World War Three, But I can't understand. I can't grip. And I don't know why you did this to me. For me, I thought I saw a future. But I guess it was only a wish. I couldn't actually see what was coming next. I do, though, have some really good memories that were before the storm. I sincerely enjoyed our little adventures, our little secret nature walks. Those were the best. Or how we would stay up all night to just talk about our passions and our dreams. We had so much in common, but yet not enough. In a way, we were so perfect for one another, but in another, we were sick from our diseases and totally not good for each other. I really wish I could apologize for that night that I cheated on you. I have no excuses. I should have never, ever touched that cocaine and that alcohol. I'll admit, I don't remember any of it, and I really fucked up. I often wonder if I ever stirred you wrong because of it. But what came next I didn't deserve. You knew 
I would never hurt you in the end. I was always there for you, no matter what. Your disease and mine were something we built on a common bond. But in reality, I didn't have the nerve to lie to you. And you needed me, and I needed you for all the wrong reasons. And although we should have never jumped so fast, like literally one minute we were meeting, and then the next minute we were fucking, and then bam, in the blink of an eye, we were together in a relationship. It was way too fast and made no sense. Now here we are, in the middle of the night, and I'm a wide awake because I'll never forget that fateful, dreadful night. I knew I should have seen it coming. The universe had signs speaking to me, and so did God. The whole day was such a mess. All we wanted to do was get away from our stress, just for the weekend. I remember having no money, except for $50 to our name, and a tarp. We wanted to go camping underneath the stars, but that weekend specifically started it by the rain ruining it all. But as per usual, we were determined to do that. We wanted to land under those stars. We just wanted to have a relaxing day, but the damn rain stopped us and the car got stuck. I remember this as if it was just yesterday. The things you did to me cannot be erased. What triggered you to come into that bathroom and throw me down and drag me to your bedroom? I'll never know. When you tied me to that bed and you hit my face and you started to rape my innocent body and you put that gun in my mouth as you were choking me nearly to death, I thought I would never see my mama again. I screamed. And I screamed and no one heard me because it was a Friday night and people were getting drunk and playing their music so loud in the apartment complex. I prayed to God that it would just end. Please, God, let me back home. Let me go to my mama. Somehow, though, by the grace of God, when you pulled that trigger in my mouth, it was a blank. In fact, it was the only blank in that gun. At this point, I remember my adrenaline being so high that somehow I was able to grab a bottle that was on the ground and hit you upside your head and run. I wanted to call for help, but I was so scared you'd find me and you would kill me at this point. I just don't understand why you would do that to someone so innocent. Someone who loved you more than life itself. And I'll never know why and understand why I never called the cops that night. Instead, I picked up your call because I felt pity for you. Though you were the one that was in the wrong. But in some fucked up, sick way, I told you I would come back to the house. 
I wrapped my arms around you so tight. And as we cried together, you apologizing to me, telling me that I didn't deserve that, and you were so sorry you don't know why you did it, and that you loved me. As I was crying and saying, I don't trust you, I want this to be, you need help, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick, you're sick, and you need help. And for some reason, in the back of my head, I thought I could be the reason that you would get help to help your sickness. But you refused to take those medicines. You refused to swallow that pill. I remember taking you to the mental hospital. I was so scared. I told them that I wanted to go get my stuff and just escape but they wouldn't let me. They insisted that I stayed and worked things out with you. Just alone in itself, when I think about that, is so fucked up that you tried to kill me and they tried to keep us together. But I promised you I was going to get you help. I told you that. And I, my promise did go through. Then we went home. And we, you wanted me to stay the night. You cuddled up with me. You told me you would not do that again to me. You said you loved me and that you would never hurt me again. But like I said, it wasn't just you that was sick. I ended up staying the night with you that night. And I'll never know why to this day. I just know that we were very sick people who both needed help. But I chose to stay, and I remember being scared. Every time I would doze off, I would wake up and jolt, and I would scream because I was worried that you were going to be right there holding me hostage or raping me or something. All I wanted to do was comfort you. Just know that you destroyed my life. You destroyed my innocence. That's all I needed you to know. Goodbye. So, I'm 100% sure that that is definitely about Kenny. Because, I guess I have to tell you the story for you to understand it. <laughs> so, I'll make a thing for you guys. <laughs> and we'll talk about Kenny. Um, I don't really like talking about him. Because it was a really bad time in my life. But like I said, I really think that right now it's essential that I kind of talk about these things. Because I think that right now my voice needs to be heard and my story needs to be heard more than ever. Because I feel like I've been given a second chance. And that's the truth. Through this mental chaos that I went through. Through that sickness that I went through with my lungs. I just feel like this is my second chance and this is the time for me to shine. And that's why I've been kind of opening up more to you guys and telling you what's going on. and In hopes that someone out there is listening and in hopes that I can let you know I've been there. And I want to be that person that helps you and you can reach out to me kind of person. Um... 
so yeah, um, I just feel like right now it is a time that I should let it out because as I stated in the letter last week and it started off, Jasmine, many people have asked you why you haven't wrote a book or anything because your life is so interesting. I think now is the time that I should be writing this. I mean, writing my book. I really do. I think now is the time. I've kept a lot of it back because I didn't want to talk about it. Because I wasn't comfortable. But I'm going to tell you this. Kenny is dead. He committed suicide. So it's easier for me to talk about him now. It, like, before I wasn't able to because I was literally scared that he would come and find me and kill me and my daughter. Now that he's gone, I don't have to fear that anymore. So I can now bring it out and talk about it. And I think that I should talk about it and stuff. Um, so yeah, there's, there's just so much. Anyway, um, I'm going to go guys. Um, my time is running up. It's letting me know that I only have about five minutes of recording time. I didn't realize that I talked that much. But anyway, I love all of you guys. Um, look for another episode. I think I'm going to do another one either today or I'm going to do tomorrow. I think we should talk about Kenny so you guys can understand the picture of that random thought and kind of just kind of put in perspective of who he was and just an interesting time in my life. I say interesting, but it was a very hard time and was very sick, but yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys have a wonderful Monday. I know it's Monday and it doesn't feel like it should be a wonderful day because no one likes some fucking Mondays, right? And it's only eight o'clock in the morning over here. <laughs> so I'm hungry. So I'm going to find something to snack on and I will talk to you guys all later. I love you. Peace.